everybody, and thank you for joining us here for the Doom Thugs Podcast, episode 261. Officially five years in the books now, am I right? Uh, Mike Antonelli here with Harrison. Hey! Five years, huh? It's, uh, yeah, one of the five years complete. Um, first episode was uploaded on August 15th, so that's this week. Is that true? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just looked that up the other day. August 15th, 20-something or other. Some, uh, 2014. 14, 2014. Yeah. That was before I was married. Yeah. That was before, I, I'm pretty sure it was before I was even in, it wasn't before I was engaged to be married. Yeah. Before we moved in here. Yep. Wow. You were still living in the chai, your chai house, right? Yep. My uh, childhood home. Yep. Wow. Jeez, a lot can happen in five years, huh? No. Five years. Didn't miss a week. Nope. Nope. Five years straight. That's what, uh, by my math, that's uh, 260 something episodes. That's about right. <laughs> Hi, oh. Hi, oh. Well, anyway, let's start by saying happy birthday to you, Harrison. Of Thank course, you. it's not your birthday now. It was the second, right? It was the second. But last weekend, you had a, a, a what I'd like to call a, a bash, a birthday bash. I would classify it as a shindig. A shindig, okay. Yeah. I would say a party, there had to have been like 10 more people. Okay. A bash, I would actually put above a party. So a bash would... is bigger than a party. Yeah. Like okay. a blow, because you, you usually say a blowout bash. Okay. So I would call it a shindig. A shindig. A get together would be if there was like five less people. Okay. So get together is smaller than a shindig, which is smaller than a party, which is smaller than a bash. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you disagree? I don't have any, uh, nothing jumps out at me right now to disagree with. All right. Well, anyway, yeah, at my new spot in King of Prussia. Uh, I say uh, the the house I'm living at is owned by a family member. There happens to be a pool. Mm-hmm. So the intent was to have a pool party. Mm-hmm. Uh, people did swim. I did. Mike swam a lot. Uh, a lot of a lot of other people at the party did jump in the pool at one point or the other. Uh-huh. And uh, they were the the owner of the home also has a hot dog rolling machine. So that was the main star of the party. Oh yeah. I put down a bunch of hot dogs. I bought 64 hot dogs, and at the end of the night, there was four left. 60 hot dogs got eaten? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also made chili because the intent was to make chili uh, chili dogs or just eat the chili. Uh, I made two crockpots. One got dusted. The other uh, was barely touched, but that's okay. That's chili- still a lot. Of, a full crockpot of chili yes. is still a lot. I was going to say it's okay because uh, chili freezes well, and now I have something to eat whenever i don't feel like cooking i can just bust it out of the freezer all right you save it for winter and of course i made mac and cheese which was the first time i've ever made homemade mac so i did the thing that i always do where i just anxiously (laughs) asked everybody if they tried it yeah if they liked it and i kept pressing them to say no i didn't like it because i I wanted to suffer and i wanted (laughs) to feel bad about myself of course harrison but anyway uh thank you everybody for coming if you happen to be listening uh, it was a lot of fun uh, we did like pool stuff in the afternoon and at night. We did a lot of uh, Jackbox. A lot of Jackbox. I had to leave mid Jackbox sesh. Uh, Jackbox is a game in which you, it's like a party game, almost like a board game, kind of like taboo, but you play it with your phones by answering questions or prompts on your phone. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's yeah. fun. That's fun. It is fun. Uh, that gets a lot of that gets a lot of um, traction at that household. It's good. It's uh, the one we played was called what? Quiplash. Quiplash. And that's basically that's the one I bet you would like the most because it's just flexing your humor muscle. I don't like it. No. That's too much pressure. <laughs> Uh, another one that gets a lot of pl- we should mention that both do- we're recording not in Doom Thug's studio proper yeah. but on your living room couch and yeah. both dogs are absolutely full of energy uh-huh. they will not stop moving and they're uh, <clears throat> they're really close to us so you're probably going to hear every sound they make yeah uh, the other one we- that gets a lot of traction in that house is um, Trivia Murder Party which is just a trivia game but it's yeah. like got the aesthetics of like a saw yeah and so. then um, there's one called Fibbage, where it's basically like uh, you make up lies to fool people. Uh, so they'll be like, in 2013, a Chinese man got arrested for blank. And then you make up a lie, and then you vote on the truth. Right. It's kind of like, uh, the fuck's the name of that game? I want to say Parcheesi, but I don't think that's right. No, Parcheesi is like a board game. <clears throat> like, Parcheesi is like a cousin of sorry yeah yeah but it's marketed as like this is like an ancient indian game mm. or cheesy yeah. i'll i'll think of it so anyway i'm pretty sure it's uh, a, a lot of a lot of jackbox there was a point there was a point in time where uh other people were playing just like fighting games uh, i wasn't part of that i was in the pool but um I, that's why i set up my ps4 just so people could play games mm-hmm. apparently people were playing street fighter and then yeah. they were playing a new fighting game called blaze blue and then uh, I remember walking in and you were playing Sonic Mania. I don't know uh, if you just decided to pop that on or somebody yeah. else was playing. Nah, the the sticks were on the were being unused, so yeah. Tried that out. It was so. What's the what's that game? What is it? Just a new Sonic. So it's a Sonic game, but it was developed. Um, I mean, Sega published it, obviously, but it was developed by just some guy who used to make fan games for Sonic. Uh, and Sega's like, you're so good at this, and we're so bad at this these days yeah, that we, you can just make one. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, it was hard. It was very hard, but it's like the classic, the Sonic that everyone wants. Yeah. The Sonic that they could have just made forever. Right. And they just kept fucking it up just worse and worse right yep but that was fun i got a i put on uh what's the frisbee game wind jammers wind jammers played a little wind jammers i'm glad you put that on because now there's some more there's even more converts to that game yeah that's fun it's a fun game it is a fun game it's uh it's the i I find it to be the perfect party game because anybody can play it yeah if you've ever played a video game in your life you can play this it's easy to easy to learn hard to master right and then you can start pairing off in terms of skill level like if you're just a beginner you can play against a beginner have fun if you're super hardcore about it you can go up against somebody else who's super hardcore and have just as much fun. Yeah. Windjammers on PS4. Windjammers 2 exclusively on Switch. Oh, wow. Not out yet, though. Uh, so the Switch marketplace seems to have every game ever. Yes. Um, on the podcast I talk about a lot now, how did this get played? They just played... Uh, fuck, what's it called? Uh, let me pull it up here. Dogs. But it's Dogs. A, it was a Sega CD game that was... Uh, FMV is that what they call full motion yeah, was video? It, uh, uh, night uh, night trap. Night trap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They just you could say you could get night trap on the fucking Switch, Switch. market. Yeah, 
but uh night trap's the one where it's like kind of sort of like a sorority slasher horror movie yeah it's like uh so it's it's a bunch of girls at a house party and then some uh bad guys come and and you're you play as like a security guard from a off-site location Mm -hmm. watching the party through different uh, security cameras and you also can control traps but that's all you can do like you can't control any characters or anything you just set off traps and it's timing based and at the time it was a little uh little horny a little racy yeah but very tame by today's standards i'd say uh oh yeah if they remade this it'll be like full nudity oh yeah you don't even see any tits or anything just some i think there's a woman in her negligee which is pretty horny for 1990 whatever right but by today's standards you might as well be looking at a fucking brick wall you know (laughs) what i'm saying i need penetration anyway uh so you and i both saw the new tarantino we did you finally saw it i finally saw it i will admit <clears throat> i had terrible seats oh no um i still love the movie but basically what happened was i was down at the beach mm-hmm. this was the eleven thirty a.m showing mm-hmm. and i thought there's no way in hell i need to get tickets in advance and then I just just in, just as happenstance, I was like, let me just check the website yeah. to see. And damn near the entire showing was sold out. Was it raining? It was. It was. That's that's super, when it's raining. Don't go to the movies at the beach. Yeah, actually, it wasn't even raining. It was threatening to rain. Right. And then I think it rained while the movie was happening. Yeah. Um. So basically, I was two rows away from the front of the screen, all the way at the one side. Oh, so, you got the bow finger seats. Yeah. So like, uh, my viewing angle—I wouldn't even call it forty-five degree. I'll call it like a sixty-degree angle to the screen. Yeah. But all that said and done, I mean, even though my neck hurt at the end of the movie, I had—I had a fun time at the theater. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to see it again. Yeah, I gotta see it again. But uh, over, I need to see it again because it felt. It felt like a like it felt like how I felt when I saw Kill Bill. I was like, this doesn't seem like anything he's ever done before. Mm-hmm. But I need to see it again, and then I'll understand what's happening. And like, I also felt that way like after Inglorious Bastards, where it's like this feels like something completely different. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it feels familiar, but it's also different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's an untouched era for him. Yeah. But, but it was a lot of. It was great. It was fun. It was just a fun. It was like a hangout movie. Mm-hmm. I, just hanging out with your buddies, Brad Pitt and uh, Leo DiCaprio. Great buddies. Mm-hmm. I wish those were my friends. Right. Um, no one guessed uh, the biggest boner from that movie for me personally. So if if you don't if you haven't seen it yet, you want to fast forward a, a couple minutes here. But I'd say, well, like. There was an audible reaction in the theater, like when Brad Pitt took his shirt off. Oh, that dude is what? How old is he? Is late fifties? He's in his fifties. I want to say so. He is fucking ripped, dude. Dude, he looks fucking great. I was like, God damn. Uh, and then Tammy and I were talking on the way home, like, how the fuck? does he look that good and then it was just like oh because like he's super rich can have all his meal meals prepared for him and have a personal trainer and and he, and he doesn't have to like 
He's uh, fifty-five. Fifty-five. He doesn't. Um, he doesn't have a day job. Right. His day job is being in shape. Get, getting good shape for the movie. His day job is going to the spa and getting like a six thousand dollar haircut. And oh yeah. Getting massages and all that other shit. Must be nice to be a hugely rich celeb. Yeah. But uh. He was awesome. I guessed that it was the sequence when um, Leo's character goes to Italy. That was great. And it's like a montage of all the spaghetti westerns he does. That was very fun. And the spaghetti spy film. Yes. That was, yeah, that was really good. Uh, very funny. A lot of, lot of funny in that movie. And then, you know, of course, some violence. Ultra violence. Ultra violence. But really good. Um. Yeah, it's it definitely starts off different, and it it took a little bit to get into the flow of it for me. Yeah, but same. W- once I was in, I was fully on board. But also, like about halfway through, is when it starts picking up like narrative propulsion. It's not so much a doesn't so much feel like as a hangout sitcom as it does like oh, this is like stories happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good stuff. I uh, I I walked out of the theater. I tweeted this too. I basically I keep getting surprised and I shouldn't be about how funny Leo DiCaprio is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that scene in his trailer when he's coughing like trying to like talk to the other people. Do you yeah. Remember that? Like it's the scene starts off with him and his face in the uh, bowl of ice water. Oh yeah, And then yeah. he just like keeps coughing and talking to the director. Yeah, yeah. It's great physical comedy. <laughs> yeah. Did you stay for the credits? I heard there's a post-credit sequence. There was at least one. I didn't stay through the entire... Like, I didn't stay to the end of, like, a Marvel movie very end credit. Oh, you saw... There's, so there's a mid-credit? There's a mid-credit. What, what, what do we have? Uh, it is Leo DiCaprio as his character, Rick Dalton, um, doing a commercial for Red Apple Cigarettes. Ah, uh, that's a nice little yeah. universe tie together. Yes. Uh, looks like I have to go back to the theater. Well, Hopefully it's still there. Oh, the, the, apparently it's the biggest box office earner... This summer, that's not a sequel or part of some sort of franchise. That's, yeah. And it's also apparently Tarantino's biggest premiere ever in terms of box office numbers. Really? So I'm pretty sure it's going to be in theaters for a while. Good. Because I definitely want to go back and see it. And I'm hoping maybe, I know this isn't going to happen, but maybe since Lion King seems to be winding down, maybe they'll put uh, Once Upon a Time in IMAX or the 70 millimeter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because King of Prussia got that 70 millimeter of Hateful Eight, but they didn't get it for this because Lion King was in theaters. All right. You got to have those screens for the Lion King. Right. Also, it wasn't filmed in 70 millimeter, so I wasn't too like That's true. disappointed, but yeah. still, I'd like to see it up real big. Yep. I, uh, uh, so I haven't done too much research, but I saw that Regal Cinemas, which is the, cl- the theater I go to most often, has one of those gimmicks now where you like 10 10 or something dollars a month yeah. for whatever you want to see i saw that i i'm in the same boat i haven't done any research but i basically i'm aware that that might be happening soon it's out oh is it out? it exists oh, and, okay. I, and i might do it yeah. um but i was uh, um you're probably closest to what the ua yeah i guess technically king of prussia is united artists i think the one in oaks which is like a town over from king of prussia that's like a huge movie theater it's um it's called oaks 24 there's 24 screens yeah i saw moonrise kingdom there oaks tends to get the independent stuff Uh so i need to figure out what actual brand chain that is because i know for a fact that a lot of times when there was like a small independent movie i wanted to see the only place playing in the area was philly or oaks yeah yeah so but ever since I moved into Camp B, I, I haven't gone to the movies a lot. No. I've gone twice, I think. 
Uh, I went to see uh, Godzilla and... How was that? It was fine. Yeah. And I saw um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I saw that at the beach. Right. So I've I've only been to KOP theaters once. Huh. Why is that? Uh, just, you know, busy with other stuff. Right. There wasn't... I, I mean, I really wanted to see Midsummer and Crawl, but I wasn't, like, dying to see it in the theater. Right. Um, you know. I want to see that movie with Aquafina in it. Oh, um... The farewell. The farewell. Yeah, yeah, it looks nice. Yeah. Um. I think if I had one of those gimmicks, it would. Uh, I would go to the movies more often. Yeah, I mean, when I was a movie pass subscriber, I ended up going every week. Right. And like, I would end up seeing stuff that I would normally wait to see. Like right. I saw Liam Neeson's The Commuter in theater. Right. <laughs> that's like a. That's like a. If they're. That's like the platonic ideal of a TNT movie that airs on in the afternoon. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'll see it in theater. Yeah. I mean, it's technically free, so you got to get your money's worth. Right. Is MoviePass gone now? Yeah, I think I think their I think their service is completely gone. They might still exist as a company that makes or distributes movies. Oh, okay. Um, the last so like I, if you remember, there was a um, if you remember that home and listening audience, there was a, a period of time where like every week some crazy news about MoviePass uh was in the news, and the last thing I heard was like. A week or two ago, that MoviePass um, manually changed the passwords of high users or um, users who use the like a, what is it called? Power users. They manually changed the password of power users so they couldn't sign into the app and then therefore use the service. <laughs> that's that's pretty dirty. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh, speaking of movies, real quick, uh, you and I also both pretty much at the same time signed up for a free trial of Criterion cr- channel. Yes. Um, I don't think we talked about it on air last week, but did you enjoy the service? Yeah, I I canceled after the trial just because I hadn't really used it yet. And um, it's like, what, 11 or $12 a month? Yeah, it's like 11 a month. So I'll... Uh, it's a very she get in okay. yeah it's okay. a good service there's a lot of great stuff on there but i'm just not watching stuff right now yeah. so i didn't want to i already have enough streaming services that i barely use at the moment i signed up for the trial i did not watch a single movie you didn't watch one not during it oh uh, so i think i'm going to stick with it just for one month and i'll cancel just so i at least watch something on it yeah yeah uh, the problem i have is that um I've seen a lot of Criterion movies over my life. Uh, there was a period of time when Hulu had exclusive Criterion yes, rights. Yes. And that's how I actually like saw a lot of Criterion movies yeah. back when it was packaged with Hulu. Yeah. And then for Filmstruck, I had six months of Filmstruck for free because I was part of the beta plan. Never actually signed up for them, but while I had Filmstruck, I watched a bunch of stuff that way. Yeah. So that's kind of why I was like dragging my feet because it's like... I've already seen like the upper echelon criteria movies that I thought I had to see as a film like fan. Yeah. And now I'm like digging deeper and I'm just like, eh. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. And it's not everything. Right. It's like, it's a limited amount every month. Right. Plus I still have a Netflix DVD plan. Mm. Financially I should cancel it cause it's a little, it's expensive. Yeah. But I, I, I don't ever want to give that up because I feel like if they get under a certain threshold, the Netflix is just going to kill that service. Yeah. And right now, it's still has the biggest library that you can choose from. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, it is a little pricey, but like I can basically get anything, including Criterion DVDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, um, 
I have that in my back pocket, which is why I'm not terribly jazzed about signing up for Criterion. Do you still use it a lot? The DVD plan? Uh, like for some reason, well, <laughs> when I moved into King of Prussia, I had a DVD with me, and I temporarily lost it. Ooh. So I just found it, and now I'm just trying to like find time to watch it so then I can send it back. Did you ever fully lose one? No, never. Uh, that's but weird. I thought I did when I moved in. Uh-oh. Turns out it was in the back of uh, this little desk I have. That's it good. just like shifted back there. I uh, so I think I watched one and a half movies, and one of the movies I saw already a mm-hmm. hundred times. Yeah, but I watched half a Police Story, oh. which was a lot of fun. Yeah. I just fell asleep because it was during my nap time. Oh well, you got to finish that because the end of that movie is insane. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch Police Story two as well. Um. Speaking of other fun things, I went to the American Cornhole League Championships. What's this now? So a couple months ago, maybe weeks, I don't know, my brother texted me a picture of the TV he was watching. It was ESPN2, and they had Cornhole on it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ha, 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 look at this. Yeah. And then he hits me back with a link to the American Cornhole League website saying that they're going to have their World Championship Cup in King of Prussia. The World Championship. The, the World Cup of Cornhole yes. is in King of Prussia. It was at the Valley Forge Casino. Wow. So I, it was it's it was like an event over the course of a couple of days. I happened to go on Wednesday, August seventh. That was actually the day of the true finals. After that, there was like some lesser like the division league finals, but like this was the true finals. And I go. I had never been to Valley Forge Casino before. No, me neither. So I didn't really know where to go. I kept looking on the website to see like where to park or like what part of the building is in because like most casinos have like different areas yeah like you know you go to the mgm and there's like the giant stage and theater for david copperfield right yeah it's like you can park closer to that um so anyway i just i was i got to the parking lot i parked i walked in and almost immediately thank god i saw a sign that said events and it had a a down arrow so i was like all right there's just a couple staircases right next to me so why don't i go there and as I'm walking down the staircase, I hear this sound that sounds like people hammering nails in the wood. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell is this? The stairs were kind of spiral stairs. So like, um, as I was walking down, I couldn't really see anything. But yeah. then when I got out of them, I was greeted with this entire almost basement like warehouse space that was just 500 people <laughs> playing cornhole. Yeah. And that sound I was hearing was the bags hitting the wood. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, I quickly realized what was happening was that these were the qualifying matches to get into the final bracket of Mm -hmm. players. And I'm just, like, watching, and people were just, like, there's, like, no refs or anything. I guess people are just being real honest about it. Honor system. Yeah. Uh, But I was there because my brother really wanted a T-shirt. He wanted a T-shirt that specifically (laughs) said American Cornhole League World Cup Finals King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. Yeah. He needed all that information on there. (laughs) So I found the... did, Did you succeed? I did. I found the merch table. And uh, I felt so bad for these people because not only were they selling merch to people just who wanted merch, but they were also um, printing the T-shirts on the spot for the competitors. Oh, wow. So basically, you choose the blank shirt, and then you picked up the decals you wanted, and then the lady working the press machine would just press it on. Goddamn. But like some people were like getting way too into it, and they're like picking out all these logos, and then they're picking out individual letters. <laughs> and I swear to God, I was in line for like a full half hour. Oh my god! Just because like everybody was like, "No, I want like this on the front, and I want this on the back, and it has to have my initials on the sleeve." <laughs> and this poor woman's like almost like just alone by herself. Well, there was like this dopey guy there who was like 
picking out the shirts for everybody, but like he was the type of person where you'd be like, I want a green shirt. And then he'd turn around and you'd go, what color? <laughs> I'm like, a green shirt. And he picks up like a camo shirt. I'm like, no, green to your right. <laughs> he picks up the green shirt and he hands I'm like, no, I wanted a large green shirt. Uh, yeah, he yeah. did that for everybody and then he would just like sometimes fuck off and like leave the woman alone ah uh, you fucking idiot um and then also instead of being like okay i see that there's 20 people in line i'm going to go up to each person individually just give them their blank shirt that they want he would wait until the people in line got right to him yeah so then you have people just like standing around with their thumb up their ass yeah, right anyway i got the shirt it was reasonably priced um i stuck around for a little bit just to take pictures and the videos of the event but um I didn't go back for the actual championship because that's the night that there was, I don't know if it was down here, but up in KOP, uh, crazy rain. Oh, yeah. And uh, just didn't feel like driving. I think you got you got your uh, money's worth, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was free to get in. It was free to mill around. The t-shirt was reasonably priced. So all in all, successful trip. Very good. You're welcome, Ben. You're welcome, Ben. He did. He got it. He liked it. Good. Now I think he wants t-shirts from every other sport advertised on the ocho uh did you uh so i recently saw uh some conspiracy freaks on instagram going off and they had a long list of evidence about how either matt groening or someone involved at a high level with the simpsons is in fact a time traveler and then they had a long list of all these strange things that that uh the simpsons have predicted i uh i thought that sentence was going in a different uh, direction what what did you think i thought you're gonna i saw something recently i forget where that the um, mac union had some sort of connection to jeffrey epstein oh god <laughs> no <laughs> no but tell me more about the time travel thing oh it's... well just like um well they predicted many things like the trump presidency and mm. and um like a lot of issues with like uh <laughs> voter prop voting booth problems and and um I wish I could think of more. Oh uh fucking this made me think of it. The uh who are the two magicians and then one was attacked by the uh, Siegfried and Roy Siegfried and Roy getting attacked by their own tiger. That was on there. Mm. Just a lot of uh a lot of strange things that, that uh first happened on the simpsons and then somehow happened in real life interesting yeah maybe that explains why it's also the longest running tv show ever it could be it could be some high level illuminati stuff um that's pretty i mean we we've we've had shitload of stories of people who are time travelers or like back to the future style like i'm just gonna get like filthy fucking rich right and they're like no i want to make a uh tv show about a uh family from springfield right <laughs> like i know what matt Groening's filthy fucking rich but like oh yeah because uh, i mean he's Groening's not just the simpsons which would be money enough yeah he's futurama right which is in syndication forever yeah. yep. he just had a a uh show on netflix right yeah and we know netflix fucking netflix somehow is unlimited money yeah what are they paying Eddie Murphy for one special? Like a billion dollars or some fucking shit? Oh, while you uh, look up this Simpsons thing real quick, um, Eddie Murphy's coming out to a Netflix movie soon called uh, Dolomite Is My Name. It's the true story of them making the black exploitation movie Dolomite. Oh, yeah? Looks amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched the trailer this morning. I'll check that out. 
Three-eyed fish. I don't think that's real. Uh, these are bad. <laughs> <laughs> this one's funny. Um, <laughs> in 1991, an episode of Simpsons saw the Beatles' Ringo Starr diligently answering fan mail that had been written decades ago. And there's a picture of him with bags and bags of mail. And then, of course, uh, if you remember... Oh, wait, no. This is different. Anyway, this says in 2013, two Beatles fans from Essex received a reply from Paul McCartney to a letter they rec- and recording they sent to the band 50 years ago. Um, I was thinking more of the video of uh, Ringo Starr saying, uh, stop sending me fan oh, mail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which someone that actually read their fan mail would have to say. Siegfried and Roy Tiger attack. Horse meat scandal. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, autocorrect. Uh, the remember when um, uh, Nelson had a, a Palm Pilot and yeah. tried to probably beat up Martin yes. and kept changing to eat up Martha. So then he threw it at him. Smart watches, of course. Of course. I mean, I mean get smart also, pretty. Cool. Yeah. Dick Tracy. Yeah. The invention of the shard. What does that mean? Oh, yeah, that's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> uh, I think this is a uh, British article, so take that uh, with a grain of salt. Oh, the discovery of the Higgs boson equation was, you know, the God particle shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's really what fucked it us up. We never talked about that on air. That the uh, the the leading theory is that the um, CERN Large Hadron Collider is what's responsible for the uptick in Mandela effect. A lot of people think it's CERN. Yeah. Now you've been you saw a video that that uh, I saw this video too. It was a very serious video. Yeah. Very straightforward by a by a what seemed like a level headed business guy. He was like a. It's like a little bit of a tech bro. He had a uh, data management uh, he, company. He, like a restaurant inventory management company. Yeah, it's like if you were in a restaurant, you need to keep track of how many jars of them um, or uh, giant cans of tomatoes that you buy per week. Yeah, you hire his company. And then they can keep track of that for you. So he basically made a video. <laughs> now, it might have just been uh, he has a history of fucking up. Right. So he made a video... Uh, Blaming all his fuck-ups on the Mandela effect. Or the shit's real. Yeah. Because it seems to be happening a lot more. Yes. Uh, you've noticed this too, right? I have. Uh, I was watching that video and I, I I think I texted you. The one that broke my brain was the um, stovetop stuffing. Yeah. It's not craft brand. Right. Or no, it is. I don't know. I forget. No, no, no. It's, uh, it is craft brand. Everybody thinks it's Stouffer's. Yes, Stouffer's Stovetop. That sounds right to me. But it's Kraft brand. I just read that um, uh, Morpheus never says, what if I told you yeah. in the Matrix? That's just the thing they put on the meme? Yeah. Maybe that's it. People just uh, put out memes too fast and don't check their work, so then they all get ingrained into our brain in a certain way, and then that way is wrong. Right. Nope, that's not it. It's the Mandela effect. No, it's the CERN. They collided the particles and they fucked everything up. Yeah. Everything. So. This is why I wish Michael Crichton was still alive because he could do something oh, real interesting yeah. with the Mandela effect. Hell yeah. I mean, he might be alive and, you know. Oh, yeah. 
Is that going to imagine like a techno thriller where like at CERN they're like reality's changing all around them every second and they have to like keep navigating? Oh, uh, write that book, Harrison. I want to. Write it at, well, I mean, he just had a book come out post-mortem. Uh, well, he's turned it into like a Tom Clancy thing where they just slap his name on that for like a um, marketing purposes. How does that work? Did he write, does he have like unfinished manuscripts that people get the rights to now? I know a couple of the post-mortem books, like the pirate one he did and I think the dragon one he did yeah. were uh, unfinished manuscripts. Yeah. But also that's like kind of fucked up. All right. It's like maybe they're unfinished for a reason. Right. It's like maybe he was, or maybe he like abandoned them because he didn't like the idea anymore. And now you're just being like, well, it was a file on his computer, so we have the right to publish it. Right. That's like Prince. Like they immediately raided all his fucking vaults and they're just putting this shit out. Like it's his shit. If he wanted it out, he would have put it out. But whatever. I guess when you're dead, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Unless you're back in the future and you're trying to send signals backwards maybe that's what the mandela effect is that's mm. michael Crichton in the future trying to save us from the hoax of global warming that's true is that book really about that i never read it because you told me that what was it one of his oh, books? state of fear state of fear that's one of the last like three books he wrote uh-huh um did he become like an old crank in the, at the end Basically, that book presents a fuck ton of research and like statistical charts and stuff to suggest that um, it's not so much. Oh, no, that's feedback. Um, basically, to suggest that uh, it's not really uh, a hoax; it's just a natural part of the Earth climate change, and like uh, stop being such a worrywart. And then everybody's like, "No, you're just uh, lost touch and you're a kook now." That's disappointing. Yeah. There were a couple good sequences in that book of like uh, good action sequences. Uh -huh. There's one where um, the heroes get trapped in a man-made lightning facility and they have to avoid lightning strikes. Oh, that sounds fun. Uh, there's another one I remember where it's like a um, like a flash flood situation in like the Arizona, which is like, if you've ever seen videos of that, it's terrifying. Yeah. Because um, in like a place like Arizona, the ground's so dry, the water doesn't sink in. So yeah. when there's a flash flood, it's just like a torrent of water. Yeah. Uh, and also, that book starts off with like one of the most terrifying things in the world. There's this little, little, little teeny tiny octopus called the blue ring octopus. This is a Australia, real, yeah. It's a real thing. And if it um, stings you or see whatever, ya. no, it's not see you. It's it paralyzes every muscle in your body, and um, you can't move, but you're still awake. And they say the only people that can survive are if you, if somebody immediately notices you got bit by a blue ring octopus or stung, whatever, and then they perform CPR on you for like four, five or six hours. Oh my god! And then they, I remember reading one report that they they did CPR on a person like on the beach for five or six hours, and they pulled through, but nobody covered the person's eyes because they were the eyes were open, they went blind. Ah, uh, it's terrifying. Oh uh, fuck that yeah Ooh. that's australia baby yep. you know the land i just read an interesting article i want to get back to this though but i read an article about the philadelphia 76er ben simmons okay. who is a he's australian and he's recently on a trip back to australia and um not treated great um was basically racially profiled uh and not let into a casino mm. 
and uh, the media basically rips him apart and then this, this article was basically like it was by an australian author is like uh we're being really mean to ben simmons and this is not the first black athlete that we've been super shitty to and you people wonder why they don't represent australia at the olympics and stuff or give a fuck about australia when we treat them like this and then like at the very end of the article like like uh australia is treating ben simmons worse than the united states which as you know has a very bad history with racial relations and i was like damn fucking roast in the u.s i was like you're right brother (laughs) but also fuck you 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 penal colony son of a bitch (laughs) i read a book that uh basically says in school and stuff that's just they don't talk about that at all oh really like the yeah the history of uh the penal colony it's just like eh, eh, you know that always um fat like a there's this youtube channel i follow and the one guy's british and he talks about like you know british stuff and what if you guess if you're a british kid in school you have to take a course at some point during your schooling and learn about every king ever oh my god Fuck like henry the eighth and all that shit yeah and like you have to learn about all Henry the wives and shit like that. There's a lot of I mean the US has some dark history, but Yeah. So does Great Britain. Yep. God damn. You know what always fa- Australia fascinated me for how do you turn into what I imagine in my head uh what Arkham City is in or uh, New York City is in Escape from New York, right? Yeah. Just a bunch of prisoners into like Okay, now we're a country. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like how yeah. do how do women get there first of all? <laughs> like, what was that turn? Right. Like uh well, we don't feel like doing this anymore, so see ya. And then someone just left the keys there and, yeah. and someone had to fashion like a a like a fishing pole thing to get the keys and unlock all the cells and then uh we were like, "Okay, this is our new lives." Here's something I just realized. I uh, I guess my entire life, whenever I heard about the idea of Australia being a penal colony, I never imagined there being like guards living there. Uh, I just thought that they like dropped them off in Australia, like dropped the boat, yep. like just everyone out, yep, go kill the Aborigines or whatever. We don't care. Uh, but yeah, uh, white people have done some bad things. Yeah, <laughs> but that's true. but uh, yeah, so the British, the sun never set on the British Empire at one point, right? That's correct. Which is also fascinating because, like, fucking Britain's smaller than Pennsylvania. It seems like, yeah. How the fuck does that even happen? Yeah. I mean, Italy's pretty small too, and that's had Rome and like all the conquestors. That's true. Or that's not the right word. Anyway, yeah. Um, but you know, what can you do? I did not feel like reading Guns, Germs, and Steel, so I'll never find out how it happened. Oh. But I I assume it has something to do with those three things. Yes. Um, I never heard of that book. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like uh, the author's last name's Diamond, and it's not our insane middle school uh, music teacher who's blocked me on Facebook. He's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's a dickhead and he uh i worked with a young girl and he she told me 
Now, I apologize for telling someone else's story, but she told me, uh, like, the day she turned 18, he uh, friend requested her on Facebook and said something to the effect of, now that you're 18, we can be friends on Facebook or something like that. Like, Yikes. Ultra creepy, bro. You fucking Fox News cocksucker. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyway. Right. I recently, so, um, friend of the show, Megan, Megan D. Yes. Uh, wife of Warren, uh, texted me recently and was like, hey, I have a request. Can you post to the um, Upper Chichester Facebook page um, something about Don's cheesesteaks or whatever because literally I shouldn't say literally like that but it's surprising how many posts on that page are about Don's yeah way over 50% so I was like yeah I take requests you know <laughs> you appreciate what I what I'm doing so yeah I'll uh I'll, I'll do it so I made a dumbass post about um Don's I misspelled everything including I uh, I said cheese steak, cheese space S T A K E, right? Yeah. The whole thing misspelled, terrible grammar, and then this thing blew up huge. And most of it, most of it, were people blindly attacking my intelligence. Uh, for whatever. Do you, we, do you remember exactly what the post was? No, and I would read it, but. I'll get to that later. Okay. But like, and and my uh, profile says I'm from like New Hampshire or something. Yeah. So like someone screenshotted my profile page and like posted that picture and said, you don't have anything better to do in New Hampshire than ask about this. And then there was internal fights in the post about other people that have posted negative things about Don's and were like, yeah, it sucks now, but you can't say anything like that or else the post gets deleted. And then people are like, cheese steak? Uh, I don't know where you could buy a cheese steak. What, do you stick that in your yard, you idiot? And then people were like, you should worry less about food and more about hooked on phonics, like just attacking me, attacking oh. me. And then some people were like, this guy's trolling. And then, you know, some people liked it so like the people that know me in real life enjoyed what i said but uh people were just attacking me and then finally i was like i'm 15 years old police stop cussing at me and then i was like uh i was like wow a 15 year old skater asks one simple question and is attacked by a bunch of it and now i'm spelling everything fine yeah. myself <laughs> attacked by a bunch of online weirdos Jim Gardner is going to have a field day with this. And then, and then, and then, um, <laughs> and then Warren got in on it. <laughs> Warren was like, commented on my post was like, I'm new to the area. Can anyone, uh, tell me if Don's, uh, market or Dairy King ice cream is in Linwood is in Marcus Hook is still around. And then, of course, people are like, no, they both have new owners, but they're great now. And then, uh, 
and then I go to and I mean, dude, I post bullshit on Facebook all the time. Yeah. I get, you know, a very small amount of interaction. This thing had like seventy five comments. Oh my god, it was on fire. And then I woke up the next morning, and it was gone. Oh. They deleted it. I guess they uh, they knew I was goofing around, <laughs> but. It was fun while it lasted. Like, people got, like, just angry, angry, angry See, at that's... my, at my, like, what if I had a learning disability? Right. You're fucking attacking me? And I mean, it's okay to attack people if they say racist things. <laughs> then go after every part of their being. But I was just asking about a dang cheesesteak. I was going to say, that's the, what you do was the good kind of trolling. Right. It's not, you know, trolling, the definition of trolling 2019 is just being a racist asshole. Right. Like, when I hear trolling, I think of people that are being inflammatory, like being bad just yeah. for uh, some sort of reaction, right. probably tied to some sexual trauma or something. Like, they can only jerk off if they're uh, causing people to cry. Yeah. But uh, I just like goofing around, you know what I mean? It's goofs. Goofs and gags. Goose, gags, and razzes. Uh, that's all I like. Yeah. That's what I use the internet for. I feel like I provide an essential service, so anyone that wants to hire me to do that, hit me up online. Uh, speaking of online mail... Uh, uh, sorry, everybody. I do not have a song this week. Um, but as you know, every week we have the question of the week, and you guys respond. Uh, last week's question was, um, what food surprised you? Mm-hmm. And that could have been in a good or a bad way. That question was sort of inspired by something Jake said last week uh-huh. about eating lobster for the first time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of Jake, he wrote Pop Rocks. If you have never tried them, they can be very surprising. Yeah, especially if you don't know what they are. You right. put them in your mouth. Yeah. Uh, Chris Camp says, The Impossible Burger, very convincing. How on earth do they make a plant-based burger bleed? <laughs> and finally, uh, Sayless. Did you ever have that? I have not. Sayless Shoe says, Ass. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. I I I can't remember. It's Qdoba has one of them, either the Impossible Meat or Beyond Burger. Yeah, I think it's Impossible. But uh, Burger King just got the Impossible Burger. Yeah, yeah. Which I think the Impossible Burger is like P, not P E E. I wish P E A P protein mostly. Okay. And if you're I think they're good. Like, I mean, if you're, I especially think they're good if you're trying to quit meat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially in a burrito scenario where you can really jazz it up, dress it up with all kinds of other shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then uh, you're good to go. But, uh, well, do you have an answer to this question? Uh, my answer is I was surprised in how disappointed I was in Popeye's chicken. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, to be fair, the only Popeye's I ever had was in Aston. Yeah, and I can I can I can be open to the idea that maybe an Aston Popeyes is not the best representation of what Popeyes has to offer. For sure, yeah. Uh, but I thought the chicken was too dry, the sides were very bad, mm-hmm. and um, I guess the spices on the chicken were fine and the crunch was fine, but like the chicken was very dry. Yeah, I've had bad Popeyes too. I I I like if someone's like knows of a good Popeyes, I'd yeah. like to try it, but I, the Aston one sucks. Yeah. The one in Rehoboth sucks. Um, Ow. So that's two. I'm batting zero. Yeah. So I'd like to... I want it to be good. The next time I go to New Orleans, 
and I will go to New Orleans sometime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to try a Popeyes. Okay, yeah. I figure maybe it's probably if it's going to be good anywhere in the country, it's going to be good in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, what about you? Do you have an answer? I'd say a negative surprise would be like, um, and this is from cartoons, seeing like a chicken leg or a turkey leg in a cartoon looks so good and uh, fun to eat. But then having one in real life, it's not that good. Yeah, It's like, first of all, it's not brown <laughs> like in a cartoon. And it's just kind of gross. Um, a good surprise would be I recently at Adam's Bachelor Weekend, I had raw oysters for the first time. Mm. And I was talking all day about how you know, I'm going to eat these oysters, get oysters, I'll eat them, I'll try anything, which I'm trying to do. Like, yeah, I'm uh, as an, okay, I'll talk about this, but as an adult, I'm like, I'm, anything that I haven't tried, if it's available and, you know, done right, I'll, I'll try it. Yeah. So push, like, it was time to put my money where my mouth was, and there's fucking oysters raw, which is weird. Yep. And, uh, it doesn't help that before I ate them earlier in the day, Adam's dad informed me that like, yeah, they're alive. They, they're basically like they're alive when you eat them. And it's like, Oh, all right. <laughs> then fucking nut time came and, and they were there and fucking shot the oyster down. I was like, I'm an oyster guy. Yep. I'm into it. I like it. I don't know. I think maybe just cause it's so salty, it tastes like ocean water, but <laughs> But I was into it, and it wasn't too weird. But oysters are good. I'm but, I'm trying to think of a, a some. Mm, I'm having a hard time thinking of a good surprise. Right. I know it was pretty recently for the first time I ever had just a fig. Ah. Like I grew up eating fig newtons, but I never, of course. I never had just a fig, yeah. and that was really good. Yeah. Um. I don't know. What else I would have uh, been surprised about? Was it a dried fig? Yeah. 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 It was good, though. They taste at all like Fig Newtons? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, fig Newton has a more of a, like a, I guess, mealy texture. Uh-huh. Whereas a dried fig didn't. It was more of a smooth texture. Do you remember their ad campaign about, they're not cookies, they're fruit and cake? Mm, I don't. Uh, idiot. Sorry. But that's the type of stuff I like seeing those old commercials. Yeah. Um. Real quick, uh, this is changing. Dot. We're off. Thank you everybody for writing in. Um, I've been sort of thinking about taking a hiatus on social media. Yeah, me too. Um, but then what I realized is I was just bored of everybody else following, so I was like, let me try to like open up my expand my horizons. Yeah. So you followed Tucker Carlson. Yes. <laughs> No, I uh, on Instagram, I specifically started following a uh, skateboarder, and then that led me to a guy who, as best I can tell, is just a comedy stunt performer, just like does funny things, which then led me to a page on Instagram just called Risks. Oh, God, I hate this shit. <laughs> and it's just people doing like extreme shit, <sighs> and like some of it is like frightening and yeah. terrifying, some of it's very cool, some of it's dumb, but like it definitely like brought me out of the druthers of just being like i fucking hate social media because like this is shit i've always enjoyed seeing yeah i i've i was um 
was at a bar uh, a couple weekends ago down the shore, and the X Games were on, and I was like saying to the people I was with, and I was like, man, I grew up like obsessed with the X Games. Yeah. I knew all the people. Uh-huh. I watched all the sports. I haven't really watched that stuff in a long time. It seemed like a bigger deal back then. It or, did. Was that just to us? like dumb? Or is it like to 15-year-olds now? Is it still like a really big deal? Well, I don't think it is because I don't think they watched. Like Back then, it was like we had TV, and it yeah. was on ESPN yeah. for a week. And it was, that's what you watched. Yep. And I feel like it was probably on like they probably had shows on like Saturday it, mornings or yeah, something. It, it probably isn't as big of a deal because I remember one of the best things about the X Games was like they had some like obscure sports mm-hmm. they had like speed climbing yeah or like bmx flatland yeah or the uh i always forget what's called but you jump out of a plane skydive but you have a snowboard yeah your feet. of course yeah. sky surfing yeah. i think with anyway. no parachute you have to land yes. perfectly on a snow mountain <laughs> to survive <sighs> i always tell this story but i don't know when i'll get the opportunity to tell my speed climbing story again so forgive me if you've heard this but uh one of those weird memories that's burned into the insides of my brain is watching speed climbing. And it was like the gold medal round and the dude climbed up the wall the fastest or whatever and he won and he was celebrating. He was so excited. So he took his shirt off and threw it into the crowd. The guy in the front row caught the shirt and immediately just like gave it to the guy <laughs> next to him. <laughs> like he was not interested at all. Uh, but yeah. So, X Games, we love you, but but uh, that's good. That you, so so now is your your page. I just, purged a lot of stuff that I was like, this isn't bringing me joy anymore. Yeah. I, Marie Kondo, that's good. Condo your shit. Condoed my of uh, who I'm following, and then I boosted the stunt and skateboarding and whatever performers. Just yeah. because I also started following um a lot of uh the Asian action movie stars which led me to then a um the page for the stunt team that did the John Wick movies. Oh fuck yeah. That's a good That's follow. cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um so we missed we missed the opportunity to talk about the bottle cap challenge because it happened midweek so yes. by the time we had another show's gone. Yep. We missed the 30 to 50 feral hogs. I texted Mike about that. I said, I want to do a meme corner on 30 to 50 feral hogs, but by the time we get to it, it's going to be done. And two days later, it was done. But that was like some of the funniest stuff I've seen on the internet in a long time. Yeah. that It was like maybe one of the fastest burns ever, yeah. but which almost is good now because yeah. it was like funny as fuck while it lasted. Yeah. Everyone got A plus jokes out. Yep. And then it was gone. Yeah. Now you bring up 30 to 50 feral hogs like a couple weeks later. And it's like, oh, that was funny. Right. Instead of like, oh, I'm so tired of this. Mm-hmm. But, but but it was originally like a, a message or something on the Something happened where somebody had, they posted something like my kids were in the, I want to put my kids in the yard, but there's anywhere from 30 to 50 feral hogs in it or it wasn't something even, like that like the thing that always tripped me up or the thing that did trip me up about it is the message that everybody was dunking on was just like it wasn't even saying what about like i forget but basically like the guy mentioned the exact phrase 30 to 50 feral hogs and it was in response to like why do you need to own guns oh yeah and i think a lot of people and i i do think this was the intent of the original author and then a lot of people made the jump of logic to be like Wait a minute. Right. You need a gun because there's 30 to 50 feral hogs on your yard every day for three to five minutes? <laughs> yeah. uh, and the way it's just phrased, like 30 to 50 feral hogs yeah. is funny. And if that's true, 
extremely dangerous. Yeah. You can't have kids around feral hogs. They'll get fucking eaten. No. Anyway, that was fun. Um, but yeah, I don't know what the, the meme of the day is today. Do you? I don't know. I think at this point, I, I think at this point, uh, people are going to make meme formats till the end of time or whatever until whatever. But I think at this point we've cemented enough memes right now that we're in the era of the photos with the text with the um, labeling text. Yeah. As opposed to if you remember in the early 2000s there was like Advice Penguin or uh, Forever Alone Guy uh-huh. or um, um, Successful Black Man. Mm. Like those like uh, the, the the advice animals. Yeah. And yeah. now we're in the era of like distracted boyfriend where it's like a picture with labels yes as yeah. opposed to a character with funny text yeah and i think the language has evolved to the point where we're like it's hard to break in new formats of this but as soon as something happens like the feral fogs everybody can use that language to dunk on it yeah yeah and it's like in that case it was fun that was a good night yeah all right is that all the business to take care of i think so yeah okay so let's uh let's let everyone know that um for the time being episode 261 is going to be uh the last episode for a little while um we're gonna take a break i don't know how long it's gonna be i'd say at least a month yeah for me at least um we're going to take some time off five years uh every week is a hell of a grind harrison it's a grind it's a grind i'm very proud that we did it yes but i think um i think between you and i we've sort of had this unspoken sense of feeling a little bit burned out yes and i also feel like for the past several months i feel like we've the show every week has been on the back of its heels about to stumble over Mm -hmm. and we're barely keeping up yeah um it just feels like every week it's almost like we get overwhelmed by it Mm -hmm. and so i think we do need to take a bit of a hiatus yeah we're gonna take a a hiatus and we're gonna we're not gonna put anything in stone in terms of a comeback date we're not gonna we're just gonna take a full-on step away for right now and then we're gonna breathe a little bit yeah and then evaluate where we are uh if we're going to come back, how we're going to come back, all that. Yeah, because this could be an opportunity for us to change them, some things up. Exactly. But for right now, it is an t- opportunity for us to relax and not... I do... I want to say... Sorry to cut you off. I want to say it's not anything anybody wants did. Like, you guys are the lifeblood of us. Of course. Um, this is just, uh, you know, this is us. This is all on us. All yeah. on our shoulders. This is, uh, yeah, this is 100% uh what we need to do at this time and uh you know a hundred percent thank you to everyone that has ever listened to the show um throughout the five years um that's what made it worth doing yeah you know what i mean exactly if if you guys didn't listen we wouldn't do this i wouldn't anyway um the feedback the question of the week answers the the nice things that people say is is what made this satisfying you know what i mean i'm not 
uh, someone that would just do something for my own personal satisfaction. Satisfaction. I need outside validation at all times. Okay. But yeah. So um, anyway, that's that. Let's not make a big thing about it because um, if we are ever going to end the show, then we'll do a big thing about it. Yes. But we're not. And we're not making any announcement that the show's over. Um, we haven't made a decision yet on what we're going to do next. But for right now, we, we know that we're just we're we going to take a, some time off. We need a break to get some perspective. Exactly. We're going to step back. We're going to breathe. We're going to see what happens now. And um, again, thank you all for listening for five five years. I don't think I've ever ever done something weekly for five years. No, no, no. I've. I don't even brush my teeth every single day. You know what I'm saying? And that's essential. Five years. Um, I mean, like, we do this every week. I only recently got into the habit of washing my sheets every week. <laughs> every week? What are you, an aristocrat? That's crazy. I only have the one pair right now. Oh, well, still. Yeah. I don't... I don't. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, like, every... Nobody needs to know that. Cut that out, please. No, that's going up. Right. I don't wash my sheets once every three months, so... Yeah. But what is this? Anyway, um, it's it's yeah. That's that. It is what it is. Um, We're gonna go away for a little while. You have five years of content to go back. If you're somebody who's listened uh, for a long time, maybe there's episodes early on you missed. Yeah. If this is your first episode, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Work your way backwards. There's plenty. There's plenty to go through. Yeah. Um. And yeah, that's it. Uh, definitely nothing's coming out next week. No. Absolutely nothing. Maybe maybe going forward over the hiatus, I'll put up some classics. You yeah, know what I mean? I was thinking from a social media standpoint, maybe we might continue the question of the week. Maybe. Maybe. Um, more likely is probably throwback Thursday pictures of old episodes. Yeah, that's probably better. That's probably better. Um, you know, let's not give ourselves too much homework no, here. We're supposed to go on a hiatus. This is supposed to be a break. Yeah. A clean break. Yeah. Um, of course, you can find... Can I give out your social media information? Let's see if I remember it. Right. Twitter is... Dr. Awesome 86, which is Drawsome 86. I'm giving up that fight. It's Drawsome 86. And then Instagram is Harry, a.k.a. Big Perp, one Uh, word. uh Uh-huh. Letterbox is... Drawsome 86. Drawsome 86, okay. That's okay. That's a fairly new one. You don't need to know that one. What else is there? There's the medium, which uh, (laughs) is... Wait, I remember. It's... It's medium.com slash at, because medium does that. You do the slash, then the at. In Give the me U- a break. <laughs> in the URL, medium.com slash at Harrison Perp. Okay. Uh, I am slowly shifting everything over to the Perp brand. The what tw- are you on? Um, do you want to give you your PSN name or anything like that? Your Steam? Fuck me. I don't know either of those off the top <laughs> of my head. All right. Uh, anything and else? Mike, I know Mike is actually consistent. He's super dynamic, Mike, on everything. On everything, I just uh, Gmail. I finally picked that up on Gmail. Oh, I've really? had the super dynamic Mike name on everything except Gmail, and no one's came in and got it. So I'll tell you what, my last little my, one last little thing I want to say: Gmail accounts are free, baby. Yeah. 
sign up for another one and then that's where you shove all your fucking newsletter bullshit that you have to sign up for. i got that from you that yeah. is a smart idea yeah. to have a burner that's first of all easy to say a cash registers yes you know something that you could just say they write it in and it's done yep and something you could type in easily and uh you know, keep your keep your main one that you give that you put on applications and 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 work things. Try to keep that feed clean. Yeah, mine's currently not. And some days I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna unsubscribe from all these lists, and then I get about three, and then I hit one that's like, I have to <laughs> like sign in to unsign up or something. I'm yeah. like, well, I'm done. Yep, I did enough work for today. But anyway, anyway, yeah. Just thank you everybody for listening over five years, whether you're an old fan or a new fan. Mm-hmm. We appreciate the hell out of you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is uh, this is a. If if when we come back, your the idea is that we're going to have a lot of energy. Right. And if we don't have the energy for it, then we won't come back. Right. You know what I mean. Right. This is just a floor run and to see how it plays. But I wouldn't say... And either way, no matter what happens, I feel it's safe to say that Doom Thugs Productions will still exist. We'll still be doing things and we'll still... If you have something you want us to do for you, we still provide a service as Doom Thugs Productions. So Doom Thugs lives forever. I mean, we bought that green screen. We got to put it to good use. True, true. And... um we are an LLC. We are yeah. a production company. Yes. So so if you have work you want done, you can always contact us, uh, Doom Thugs Podcast, Doom Thugs Productions, Gmail, whatever. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I wouldn't say I'm gonna quote the classic movie John Q. Okay. Which um <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna I'll tell you off air, but uh someone touched my penis during that movie okay oh first time that ever happened and that's why uh i'm so anti hmos <laughs> okay uh john q to you the listener we say thank you and we say this is not a goodbye this is a see you later um unless we just don't come back unless no one cares <laughs> <laughs> anyway thanks harrison for all you do thank and you mike enjoy this time off i am so glad that you let me be part of this thing um if you all remember i was not originally a host on this mm-hmm. you guys graciously let me uh, embraced me brought me into the fold yeah it's probably been the most consistent thing in my entire life yeah same for the past five years yeah um so thank you mike absolutely thank you harrison you were an integral part of the team of the family uh we wouldn't have made it this far without you and that's easy to say um you're a team player and you're always here on a professional and personal level Mm -hmm. and it doesn't go unnoticed even though i'm a bit of a crank and a grouch sometimes but i'm an artist okay i'm allowed to be mean to my friends (laughs) just kidding of course all right uh everyone we'll uh we'll see you when we see i guess huh All right. Bye. Bye.